<laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna like tell everyone about my weirdness. Oh god. So welcome back everyone, and you're listening to the Kinda Everywhere podcast. And we promised you last episode that this episode is gonna be a lot more interesting because it's about interests. Interests. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> I feel a bit more like myself now than last episode. So uh, I'm doing a lot better. It was an alien who invaded your body. Oh, gosh. Uh, it was a demon. <laughs> there was demonic possession. Ooh. <laughs> so, in this episode, we're going to be talking about interest and why that's important to uh, you as a person. And to give you a couple of examples, uh, me and Meg are going to talk about our interest in this episode of the Kind Everywhere podcast. But before we get into that, remember, we still don't have an intro. Maybe we'll get it next month. Maybe Maybe. in two months again. We're not sure. But I'm Meg. I'm not Meg. I'm Miko. (laughs) Why do you keep on stealing my name? Is that our intro? (laughs) You're Miko. Remember. I'm sorry. It was demonic possession again. Okay. I'm Miko and I'm a computer yeah. engineering graduate from the from the Philippines and I'm currently living in Cebu, a small island here in the middle of the Philippines. And mm-hmm. and my name is Megan. I am studying my master's in Australia. Welcome to the podcast. And this is the kinda everywhere <laughs> podcast. So as you can guess from the title, uh the topics are kind of everywhere, but it is. It's honestly kind of everywhere. But what we're slowly realizing with Meg is that overall, the whole point of the podcast is to help you live your life. So, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we're helping. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you get any value from uh, this episode, if it really helps you or you enjoy listening to it, we'd love to hear from you at. Uh, you can link at it on the description down below or you can listen mm-hmm. until the end of the episode and find out how you can reach us. But today, in this episode, we're going to talk about interest. And I'm really excited yep. about this episode. And that's actually the reason that I'm wearing this shirt. I'm uh, terrified so, about this episode. Oh my. <laughs> well, here yeah. we are. So one of the interests that I've actually had uh, for a while mm-hmm. is that uh, one of the be- biggest interests that I have, because I wanted to be a botanist, so you guys found out about that last episode. If you haven't, check out the last episode in the description down below. Uh, so I really wanted to be a botanist because I, I find plants really interesting. But What's a botanist, that, Miko? Yeah, a botanist, for those of you who are coming all the way from the future and we don't have any more jobs because we've been taken over by AI, a botanist Yay, is a... AI a plant scientist. (laughs) Thank you, Meg. A botanist is a plant scientist and uh, works mainly on identifying and uh, researching uh, different things about plants. So Mm -hmm. I probably messed that up, but as you can tell, I'm not a botanist. (laughs) So I'm sure they do other things, but from my uh, elementary understanding, that's what they do. So that's what I wanted to do because I thought plants are really interesting. But here's the thing. Yes, they are. I'm a graduate of computer engineering, so you know I didn't take botany. 
but the mm -hmm. the love of plants and growing plants and uh, learning more about plants isn't really something that's ever left me. Even if I did enroll in a very opposite from plants related course, and, yes. and, <laughs> and it's actually even <laughs> funny because um, uh, it's actually one of the interests that that my girlfriend discovered uh, in the first couple of months where we were together, and it's actually really a, a good source of communication, and it's it's so plants? funny. Yeah, she loves plants. She loves plants oh, now. And it's so funny now. because, yeah, it's so funny because uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, she actually remodeled her room and now she has more plants than me. I have zero plants in my room. I have a green shirt. I have Shame, on you. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on you. Now she has four plants in her Shame. room. Like, I am, I'm kind of jealous. Mom. I'm so jealous about how much fresh air that she's getting. So I'm very jealous that I am going to take some plants from my front garden and put them Do indoors. Something. <laughs> mm. But but here's the here's the here's the other thing. So I really like plants. And mm -hmm. I'm gonna talk about it in two ways. So because I because I really like plants, I really like thinking about and uh, researching those technology on on how do we have well first, like how do we grow plants? Uh, without needing okay. to buy soil, because one of the problems that I have, as a as someone who just gardens here in the Philippines, like every tita, every every mom, all of them mm -hmm. like plants. So I think there are yes, yes, very true, limited true, true. number of guys that actually like plants. So yeah, I I, I like plants. I don't know. You don't but, want to be a tita. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a plant tito or whatever. So tita and tito, that's uncle and auntie in uh, Philippine dialect. For our international yeah. listeners, but but here's the thing, so I don't have any soil, and because I've been doing this since I'm a kid, and I've only recently uh, come into contact with income, I've never really mm -hmm. spent any money on soil. So I've always been thinking about how do I make my own soil, and the solution yeah, for just, that is to make compost. Oh, no, but okay. what if you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can dig it out. What if you don't have? What if you don't have any land? What if you live in like oh. a building? It's just yeah, it's concrete and everything. Yeah, or yeah. like you live in a tiled place. How do you get land? And can, can I if you digress? Did, sure. No, not really digress. Here in Australia, you buy soil. Yeah, you buy it at Bunnings. Well, well. Can you buy? Can you? I think in the Philippines, it's not that level of commercialization yet. Yeah, yeah, it's not like people. You no, cannot what, what buy people do, soil somewhere. No, no, you can, right? you can, but oh, really? But but people, yeah. uh, if I remember it correctly, only really big retailers retail it in big sacks, and those are so okay. expensive to what mm -hmm. people usually do. So like the mm -hmm. whole sack, like hundred kilograms or fifty kilograms, um, would run you upwards of a thousand peso. Or how much is that wow. in USD? Um, like divided by thirty. Uh, it's like twenty bucks. No, that's yeah. It's like twenty bucks. So mm -hmm. you don't want to spend your twenty. It's 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 a bit pricey. You don't want to spend mm -hmm. twenty bucks buying some soil. And even yeah. if or if you do, you you need to make sure it's good quality soil. So a lot of the times, these retailers, in my experience, they don't really have that good quality soil. And most people, what most people do, because I've been getting into Facebook Marketplace, 
You're <laughs> in the rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm in the rabbit hole of Facebook Marketplace. No, because what people do is that some people just live in like very rich soil areas. Like they live in, in, in the mountains. Like my place, Bohol. Yeah, in Bohol. Go to they Bohol, have, it's beautiful. You have great soil. They literally just yes. dig up their own backyard and then they sell that as garden soil. That's why I was asking you, like, because growing <laughs> up, if you want to plant something, just dig it up, like, yeah. the backyard. So but you're a city I don't, guy. So. I don't have that. I don't have that because, yeah, I've, I've always been a city guy. So I don't have that luxury mm-hmm. of just uh, taking, from, taking from, you know, the road. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> now we do because, like, in the past couple of months, there's been a construction near our house. A bit annoying, but we can talk about that another time. But my mom insists on... We just ask the soil from the construction. And I'm like, God, those nutrients aren't there. They're going to kill the plants. <laughs> but that's the other thing. Probably. So, I'm, I'm in the rabbit hole. Like, I, I do spend my free time like, looking at mm-hmm. videos about, about soil growing plants. Because it's honestly interesting. And here's the thing. It is. So even if I do use that soil that's, that's dug up off the road, like the, soil, the nutrients aren't there. And... The thing that the people that compost uh, mm-hmm. talk about is the soil isn't alive. Like, you can tell if your it's soil dead. is alive. Yeah. yeah. So Wait, dead soil how can is, you tell? Yeah, dead soil is really, it's really dry. Or you can, uh-huh. you can see it and the color is really bland. Like, it looks like it's been dried out. Like, you can, you can tell that there's no life there. It's like sandy? Yeah. It's, like most that. of the time, it dries out. And that it either turns into a hard clay, like a rock, or it turns into sand. Mm-hmm. So both of those, you know, is kind of kind of dead. What you want to see in your soil is, uh, a good soil is something which is, usually it's black. But even if you look at it in, in, in your hands, it's usually a really dark uh, color. But sometimes it's not completely black. Sometimes it's... Uh, mm-hmm. It has like a tint of brown or a tint of reddish. In it's, it. just, it's just dark. It's just dark. And rich. And rich. And you can also feel that most of the time it's wet because a lot, of, a, a lot of things live in it. So, mm-hmm. and, and this, this, this interest that I have because I, I grow plants, so this is the first level of it. I love it because my, my goal, this is related to the second goal. Um, my first goal is that I want to, my plants to be healthier. But because, okay. I, because, because having this interest but not having access to income, uh, I didn't know how to go about, like, how do I make my garden successful without needing to buy fertilizer, without needing to actually buy soil. So I had to learn how to compost. And my first successful compost okay. experiment was, uh, it was a hot compost experiment, but I actually don't know why it worked, but I know it did. Wait, first talk about what a compost is. Yeah, so composting is when you take uh, organic matter and you you break it down like you yourself break it down so when you when you're composting or when you have a compost setup you're actually simulating the ecosystem of where those things naturally break down so they're like dead stuff yeah dead stuff but like i've thrown a dead rat yeah that's fine but of course it depends on your kind of composting so Uh There are different kinds. I'm not gonna go too too in deep with it, uh, too in depth with it. Yeah, it will be too. But deep. long story short, uh, when you compost, you you leave you kind of leave your organic matter out, and people mm-hmm. are usually afraid of this because 
you you have your fruit peels and then you see like maggots show up in it and people don't yeah. like looking at it and it smells it smells bad but but here's the thing that's because it's not composting if you're trying to compost oh. and then it smells bad you're you're doing composting wrong really um, yeah so the the funny thing about it is if you're composting right even if you put in spoiled fruits vegetables cuz what i usually do is that you put in your your refuse from your your kitchen, right? Your kitchen, you're, yeah. You're not, you can't use everything. everything. You're not you're not you're not one hundred percent efficient. You put in the refuse, and usually you expect that to rot. But actually, what's mm-hmm. happening when when it starts rotting is actually that that's starting to decompose. So what happens in a okay. compost in a compost bin is that instead of it rotting and then going into the air and attracting the flies, um, when it starts to rot, it's gonna immediately be eaten by either by the soil bacteria or the soil organisms oh. and they eat the rotting parts they prevent it from smelling and they poop out the nutrients which they don't use to continue living wait so, so what causes the smell um what causes the Fungi, smell is <clears throat> yeah bacteria. so it's still life you know so it's still bacteria it's still mm-hmm. it's still bacteria it's still fungus mold but it's just the kinds that you don't like, right? Mm. So, because of because course, you, just like in our gut, we have good bacteria, bad bacteria. So okay. in the same way, the soil also has good soil, bad soil, bad, bad bacteria, good bacteria. So mm-hmm. when you're composting, what you're actually just developing is a system of good bacteria that eats the stuff that's organic. Uh, of course, you don't put oh. plastic in it and you expect plastic to degrade because it doesn't. But anything, and the most interesting thing for me is that my, my ultimate goal with this project is that I don't want to contribute to the landfills that we have here in the Philippines. Yeah. So this is true, the, this true, is the part two. One, it's really interesting for me because I'm helping my garden and I'm trying to be 100% sustainable uh, with, my, with my organic waste. So, and 100% organic waste. And yes, for our viewers, yes, that does include my refuse from the toilet. So... Wow. Yes, that's right. Amazing. So the toilet paper, it's even better actually with your with your feces. So with your because poop, it's actually of the bacteria. Better. Yeah. So um but but of course uh, take note uh the professionals don't recommend that if you do use your toilet paper, your used toilet paper, they don't recommend that you use it to grow vegetables. Um, I've seen yeah. a, I've seen some debate <laughs> on it, where the other people are saying that uh, that uh, it's unfounded. the The fear of it is unfounded, and there mm-hmm. honestly isn't any scientific proof um, to to that to it point can harm you. That it, it can actually harm you. I think it just wait. People, it's in the movie, right? What movie? the one where um, he went to Mars? He got stranded. And he has to grow his own. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he grows his own tomatoes, right? From the feces. What, what that, movie was that? Uh, Martian. The Martian, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, but yeah. Go on. Generally, in the community, it's, it's, it's unfounded. But, but of course, people just want to say that, well, of course, no one's done the research on it. So we just want to err on the side of caution. But, uh, but, but, but for me personally, I don't really grow any any fruit bearing plants yet. I haven't ventured into veggie gardening. 
but I will mm-hmm. soon. Uh, but right now, it's more of ornamental plants. Uh, so they're just plants for decoration. So, of course, I'm not going to eat those plants. <laughs> so they're fine. People eat flowers. Well, flowers are it's edible. Bees, bees uh, well, they don't eat them. They, they do something with them. Anyway, so the point the is, I don't want to contribute to the landfills here in the Philippines because it's honestly so dumb. It's, it's mind-boggling how dumb it is. Like, Tell me why. I'm, I'm, doing the, I'm doing this composting and it's free. Not only is mm-hmm. it free, it also produces uh, compost. The compost, uh, and, every, and here's the thing, whenever you compost, it's actually healthier than the garden soil that you have. Yeah. Because of all of the life, all of the life that's in it. So all of the interactions going inside the, the organisms living and dying, they release a lot of uh, the nutrients back into the soil. That's why the soil is alive. And mm-hmm. usually it's moist because there's a lot of organic matter. And... Uh, some uh, and the other thing about it is compared to fertilizer, compost is actually yeah. p- most p- most compost almost all, it's pH neutral. What does that mean? It means that why is that fertilizer? Yeah. What sometimes people try to fertilize their plants right away. Sometimes you put too much fertilizer, it burns your roots, it kills your plant. Burns. Yeah. yeah. Is it acidic? Yeah. So some fertilizer is acidic. Uh, or maybe sometimes it's too basic. Point is, mm-hmm. sometimes using fertilizer wrong, or all the time using fertilizer wrong kills your plants. With compost, you can never go wrong. Um, other people, oh, of course, I always know that you, you use it as a mix with the soil. So you mix it mm-hmm. one is to one or in a ratio with your soil. Because you don't want, it, you don't want your plants to be in contact with too much organic matter. Yes. Uh, but the point is, uh, no matter how much you put in, as long as it's in a mix, or even if you just, some people use it as a substitute to soil, but this is less recommended, but you can. So the compost is always pH neutral. So it may, it's, it's me making my own soil, and I'm making it mm-hmm. from all of the fruit peelings that I have, from all of the, like the, the expired fruits that we didn't eat, uh, from the toilet paper that I use. So I, I haven't collect I haven't been I haven't been scaling it up yet to start collecting okay. other people's toilet paper. But my my goal uh, I actually haven't set a timeline for it. Fine. Maybe I'll set it for the middle of next year is that I, I'm looking forward to the entire household being completely doing off the, the same grid. thing. Yeah. That's being good. completely off the grid in terms of organic waste. Because mm-hmm. you know, I can get the the non the inorganic waste like yeah plastics a big problem especially single use plastics but I, I don't know what to do with it and yeah, <clears throat> honestly yeah, yeah. it's not my job <laughs> it's the government's job I, my point <laughs> is the government's doing a bad job so do we complain about it yeah a little bit yeah but then, <laughs> why not but then the, the point it's interesting to do the the thing about it is. We, we shouldn't only stop at complaining. We should also do something about it ourselves. And for me, like, this doesn't cost anything. Like, a lot of people garden by themselves already. So... And they buy a lot of these fertilizers. Yeah, and they buy fertilizer. It's not even that good. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. Buy, they buy fertilizer. But, but don't get me wrong. Fertilizer that you buy does have specific uses. Like, if you're trying to get mm-hmm. your, your, your plants to flower, 
or you're trying to get your plants to produce more harvest if you're growing tomatoes, fertilizer is definitely important. So, but for general but purpose, for, yeah, like like what most people do, like growing ornamental plants, hobbies, yeah, mm -hmm. like comp no, even the professionals use compost because it's free and it's even better than the fertilizer. The fertilizer they just use the fertilizer as uh, like more of very seldom things when they want something very specific, specific uses. Yeah. yeah. Very specific and uses. Just a little bit of a digression. I think there is an explosion of the desire to adopt plants. Yeah. Like the plant mom and the plant dads on Instagram is like, it's, so, it's all over the place. It's so nice it's to interesting. have a plant. So I'm kind of happy and not happy about that. At the same time, because what what do you mean? Well, here in the Philippines, probably not a, not much of a problem. So in other places, plant poaching is actually a thing. So people poach huh? plants. Yeah, people poach plants from their natural habitat. What? So what they do I is don't that, know that I didn't know about it until a couple of months ago. But basically, what they do is that they they venture into the forest and they find rare plants. And they remove the rare plants from their natural habitat and they sell it on the equivalent of black market. And, you know, oh, in, in this yeah. situation, sometimes the black market is Facebook marketplace again. <laughs> so Because of the rare orchids that you can find. Yeah. So rare orchids. And, so, of course, yeah. this is obviously a problem because you know how ecology works. If, if, you, if you keep mm -hmm. taking them out of the natural habitat, they're not going to be reproducing be in, in, in the wild anymore. But but I do know that it's a good thing because um, hopefully people are more aware about poaching so you don't purchase from poachers. But Please it's also don't. a very good experience having a plant. Um, like like people at NASA have even done like peace lilies. You have a peace lily in your room. It purifies What's your that? air. It's a kind of plant. Here I'll, here, I'll show you. I'll, I'll, I'll share a screen. Does it grow in Australia? To be honest, it, I'm it, fascinated with people who can It grows grow everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. So this is what I have a, piece... a black thumb. <laughs> oh my. I can help you with that. But anyway, so this is a peace lily. Yeah. Oh wait, right. I remember like you asked me before like if, you, if I could give you a plant. And then I told you that you could have this plant, but you just need to water it like once a week. And you told me that this is, that's even too much for you. But basically, researchers <laughs> from NASA... Research this plant, and when it's absorbing carbon dioxide, it actually also absorbs um, five other trace carcinogens. Toxic, yeah, toxic yeah. elements. In we the have air. a plant like that in our house. Yeah, that's so great. that's what it's called. Yeah, peace so this is lily. this is a peace lily. So this one's flowering. Uh, this pretty. one's also flowering. Uh, this one's not flowering. So and they all come in sh different shapes. This one's a ven uh, variegated one. So people think these ones are more beautiful because of the different colors. So, but, but, but I like you them have either to way. have a lot of sun for that, right? Nope. You can't put it in your room. Yep, you can. So really, that's the other thing about okay. the Japanese piece. I'm uh, interested now. Peace lily. Um, all you mm -hmm. mostly though, all you really need to do is take care of the water, and even that. Okay. Uh, you just need to like you just need to look at the plant and if it starts drooping, you just water it. That's it. 
everything okay. else. So it doesn't need sun. Really? Um, it grows better. But now here's the thing. You need to know the history of the plant. The plant uh, mm-hmm. traditionally lives on the, the bottom of the rainforest. So ah. it, it, it's used to getting bright indirect light because of the forest okay. canopy. It's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So... Like so, it can tolerate low light situations, but it thrives in bright indirect light. But they can mm-hmm. definitely do well. That's why they're actually considered one of the best indoor plants that you can have. So yeah, there are even records of people keeping it, uh, keeping it in rooms with no windows, and it still thrives there. So wow, I'm interested. It's it's a really good plant. All you need to do is that you just if you see it drooping, just just water it. Cause it's and lonely it, and it's sad. Yeah, so it's I'm actually the opposite. Some love. If you if you put it actually in full sun, so what does that mean? Uh-huh. It means like like really gets hit directly by the sun. It actually it doesn't like it, and its leaves will start turning yellow because it's it's getting sunburned. It's not comfortable. It's like an introvert, and you ask them to speak at a party full of like dogs. <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, why, ah, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the job the piece is like. like. It. Doesn't like it. it doesn't I'm gonna look it. for that. And if it dies on me, I'm gonna no, blame you here's for the hyping me thing. up. I have like so many peace lily now. So many peace lilies. And the funnier thing about it is, they they multiply by its. It multiplies by itself. It clones itself. Yes. It clo- okay. Here, okay. I'll show you the picture again. Um. If you see this Japanese peace lily, so each, most of the time, each of these parts, each of these heads that have a flower, mm-hmm. that's a different plant. Wow. So, really? like this one, no, as you can see here, if you look, can you see my cursor? I'm not sure if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you see here, these are actually like, like three or Individual three plants. plants. Yeah, these are three individual plants. But, but here's the thing to remember. Mm-hmm. The Japanese peace lilies, because they remember they grow at the bottom of the rainforest. Uh, they like grouping, so they thrive when there are like three or four of them As next to each other. Yeah, but that also mm. means that when when they're growing in pots, eventually they reach a point where they saturate how much soil is in the pot, and they get crowding. But then when you break mm-hmm. them apart, so you have to transfer. Yeah, yeah, you just break them apart, and the plant cloned itself. You did it. <laughs> Interesting. So after this, I will I will go into the rabbit hole and Google and see it's, the it's cloning very, process. It's actually a the very, genetic variation. Nope. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? So because that's my it, interest. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, you it's first. It's honestly <laughs> an amazing plant, and I've had. I'm not even sure. I think I've had this plant for years, and I've multiplied it so many times, and it just it just keeps going. Like yes. I have some other plant now. It's in a, like just uh, it, it's an it's in a broken bucket. Because <laughs> so it can't hold itself anymore. No, I just put it in a broken bucket because I didn't have oh. pots. <laughs> it's a mother plant. Why do you treat it no, like that? Because it didn't start You're a as bad a mother plant, Dad. No, it didn't start as a mother plant. It was just okay. it was just, it was just one plant. Then it just kept getting bigger, so I moved it into a different pot, and then it mm-hmm. just kept getting bigger. So I just moved it eventually into a broken bucket. So it's like, I, 
I'm not sure how big buckets are, but I, what I mean is it's in a in a balde meg. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the traditional the, the Filipino traditional bucket. Filipino planter. <laughs> <laughs> For those who doesn't do who don't know Filipino culture, Filipinos doesn't like Filipinos to have don't out shower. Filipinos don't throw out anything. We don't throw out anything. We are. I was talking about ba bathing. Oh, okay, okay. For the no. balde. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but some people have showers now. Most, most yeah, people have showers now. Yeah, but traditionally, we have a big bucket in every yeah. washroom. And we have a small, what do you call that? It's a, it's a pail. Uh, a pail? Uh, it doesn't translate well, it but it's a, it's a kabo. We call it a kabo. A dipper. A dipper. It, it, it's, the, like so, the big dipper. So imagine you have a big bucket and a pail is usually smaller, right? Yeah. So imagine a small pail which With a only handle. holds about like three glasses full and it has a little handle so that you can mm-hmm. control the water more. So that's mm-hmm. called a kabo. So you're learning Filipino culture. Congratulations. So yes. here's the thing. Filipinos don't throw out anything. We buy mm. buckets and then we use it in the garden, then the bucket breaks for some reason. It gets wear and there's wear and tear. There's a hole mm-hmm. in the bottom. Someone threw it at, at some, your mom threw it at you because you weren't doing your homework. <laughs> it broke. <laughs> it doesn't get thrown out. Nothing gets thrown out. Now if it's broken, there's a hole. Water goes in, water goes out. Now it's a pot. Goes out. Amazing. Yes, it is a pot. Amazing moms. Ingenuity. Moms really? invented it. I believe moms so, invented the, so, the the broken bucket planter. Anyway, so we put it, I put it in anyway. there and it's been in there for mm-hmm. years now, I think. And like now I check because cause I was going to re- replant them and I only have seven pots right now. But if I replanted okay. every individual plant to each of mm-hmm. their own uh, own pots, I can produce 30 plants. Wow. Like the mother plant itself. 30 clones. It, yeah. The mother plant itself, um, it already has like 10 alone. Like there are a lot. There are a lot in there. Like it really mm. needs to get replanted. I'm actually really excited to do that like tomorrow. And then the, the clones, I put it in my room so that they will absorb the negative energy. And... <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not sure it's gonna grow air. here though. Is it particular about? Is it particular about the climate? Because here it, it gets really cold, um, like uh, four degrees cold. Of course, it's a tropical plant because it's in the rainforest. Uh, but I remember, oh, so it will I, die. <laughs> uh, what I remember in your case is that, for I I think I know people do keep them in in even in tropic in in seasonal countries. Uh, what you just do, mm-hmm. all you need to do is you just need to bring them indoors. If, yeah. you, if you intend to keep them as an indoor plant in the first place, now you don't need to care about them at all. So once you just see it go slow, you just put water. <laughs> you just put water and it's fine. <laughs> so that's yeah, a great it will plant. be anyway, fine. So to summarize my interest, mm-hmm. uh, of course, I have, I'm interested in other things, but I really love talking about plants because I think when you have plants, that's, that's mm. the mystery of life. That's life. Like soil... Like it's microscopic life. They die. They release nutrients. 
they get absorbed by plants, the plants grow. It's amazing. The entire process is amazing. It and is. they give you oxygen, which makes you alive. Don't you like being alive? Plants do that for you. <laughs> That's why I told you I'm a little bit scared to tell yeah, sure. people about this interest because it sounds kind of weird. Because okay. if you look at me as a person, it kind of makes sense a little bit, but hear me out. Yeah. So the pandemic came upon us in 2020. We were yeah. all locked down. So hello everyone from the future. So in 2020, hello everyone from the there was future. a pandemic and we've been mm-hmm. locked in or I've been locked in for the past six months. So yes. go on, Meg. <laughs> and I developed this craving for sweet stuff which i know is bad yeah specifically for soda i love i i don't like not really the sweetness of the soda but the sparkliness of the soda when you drink it it kind of creates this bubbly texture in your mouth you you like that's why i also like you like yeah (laughs) that's why i also like champagne Uh, but okay that's that's too extra to drink every day if you know what i'm saying so I told myself, hmm, where can I get free, healthy soda? Yeah, I know. water. Yeah. It will be like a dream come true if you find it. Folks, I found the answer. <laughs> it's also a bacteria. Miko um, t- talked about compost, right? Yeah. Bacteria? Bacteria are amazing. That's why I'm studying biotechnology right now. Yeah. Um, biotechnology is actually manipulating bacteria to our own advantage so that they can, we can harvest the things that they create. So long story short, how do you create an infinite supply of your own soda, carbonated soda, by just using fruit juice? You use kefir yeah i researched how to pronounce that i forgot to research where it came from i think it's danish from the netherlands or something like it's big on there but kefir it looks like grains i'm not sure if you i i I don't i don't want to google i'm lazy but just (laughs) google kefir k-e-f-i-r it got me interested because of selfish purposes. I want something healthy and I want something cheap and I want something sweet. It's what Here's the thing. It it doesn't give you like as much sweetness as like Coca-Cola or something. But, but imagine you are drinking like orange juice, but that orange juice is less sweeter, a little bit less sweeter. But it has sparkles in it. It's all about the sparkles. Oh my god. When I brewed it, Nico, the first time I did it, I was scared. Yeah. Because I'm not sure if it's available in the Philippines. But I ordered the kefir grains off of the site. There's yeah. some in Amazon, but I don't trust them. There's like a local... <laughs> There's a local... <gasps> Yeah, it's it's me. There's a local um, cottage industry thing here in Australia yeah. that produces these things, yeah. and they ship it to you alive because some of oh, the kefir grains. Yes, it's it's alive. Some of the kefir grains that's shipped off of Amazon they dehydrate it, 
Mm. So the the bacteria is not dead. It's just dormant. It's like frozen, like a bear hibernating. So you have to like poke it so that it will wake up. Like you have to feed a lot of sugar. Yeah. Yeah, but for me, I'm kind of suspicious. Like, what if it's it doesn't wake up? You know, like I'm really excited about it, so I don't want to risk it. So I looked for like it's alive, something that's alive. So they shipped it to me in Express. So Express Post here in Australia, so you have to pay a little bit extra so that they will prioritize your package. Yeah. So you ship it directly. And it's it's magical. I'm geeking out, but I put it in a bottle, a flip-top yeah. bottle, which will yeah. seal it. It's like a brewing bottle. By the mm. way, I have a background in chemical engineering, so I already did brewing <laughs> in uni. So, oh yeah, I, I'm not new to this, but I didn't do it because I wanted to have good grades. But it's I did it because I really I'm interested in it. Interests. It's magical, guys. Like you just put sugar, you put the grains in the sugar solution, you let it sit for 48 hours, and then you drain that solution. You put it in a brewing bottle and you, you flavor it with anything. You can put ginger, any weird thing. You can. I'm not sure if you can put garlic in it, but if you're into drinking garlic juice, go for it. The important thing is there's sugar in it. And these bacteria, they eat the sugar and they poop sparkles. Like, yeah. <laughs> they poop carbon dioxide, Meg. Let's be accurate. They poop carbon dioxide. Yeah. <laughs> and because the bottle is... <laughs> it's magical for me. Because the bottle is sealed, there's yeah. nowhere, there's no way for the carbon dioxide to escape. It yeah. actually goes back down to the liquid. Hence, it's carbonated. Yeah, so, carbonates the water. And you know what's good with, with kefir? Because the food of the bacteria is sugar, your juice will actually turn out to be sugar-free. Yeah. Because they ate all of the sugar. So I was asking myself, why does it taste sweet still? Yeah. So I haven't researched why, but maybe it's like the residual sugars that's in there. There, There's... I don't want to like dive deep into this, but there's a lot of types of sugar. Some are better, some are not good. But still, there's residual sugars in there. And the important thing is it's lesser than what would you have like intake if the bacteria was not there. So you're taking lesser sugars. And I think the most surprising thing that I got from this one is it improves your gut microbiome. Really? Remember that word? Yes. The microbiome in your gut is improved because it's it's a fermented thing. Anything that's fermented is is uh, beneficial to your gut. And there are studies, Miko and our listeners out there, that the content of your gut will affect your brain function. So people who are depressed, there might be 
an overabundance of a certain type of bacteria we don't know yet but any uh, some mental conditions are believed to be linked into the type of bacteria composition that you have in your gut so if you have a healthy gut you have a healthy healthy brain as well because here's the thing your gut is actually directly connected to your brain via a a nerve called the vagus nerve. Mm. I hope I said that right. So your gut, the bacteria in your gut is directly connected. It is maybe pulling some strings that's affecting your behavior. So I'm digressing a little bit, but I'm also (laughs) very interested about neuroscience and psychology and philosophy. So what blew my mind, and I want you to think about this question. Are you really an individual or are you a colony? Yeah, of things. Of things. And that's it. I don't... (laughs) That's that's what I've been into right now. And I think... I think that... So, but how long have away. you been on kefir now? Like, how, how long has it been? Have you been able to keep it up, like, really perpetually yeah, all this yes, time? Because, yeah, because the grains, they multiply as well. I, I'm even, I've put them in hibernation mode. At this time, Miko, because to be honest, I, I got sick and tired of drinking sparkly stuff every day. <laughs> and they said that it's not good to drink it every day because it will put an imbalance in your gut. Like yeah. they will colonize your entire gut. So I'm keeping it in moderation now. But folks, I have a lifetime supply of sparkly water, sparkly juice. So <laughs> they will live forever if I let them be. Very good investment. <laughs> but yeah, I think the main takeaway is <clears throat> I was surprised that I will... Because I told you, if, if you haven't listened to our previous podcast, I'm really lazy. Like, I can't even <laughs> keep up a plant that I have to water yeah. only once every two weeks. Yeah, but it's go, still dying. Going back to episode because, one, that's why you need all these yeah, devices to keep reminding you. To remind me of things. Yeah. Because I also am distracted a lot. Like, if there's like a new shiny thing, like, I want that something. So... I think the takeaway is just don't be scared to try new stuff because I yeah. I didn't realize I haven't realized that I'll be so into it yeah like taking care of this bacteria babies keep giving them sugar rush so that they can poop sparkles for me <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. how I think about it yeah I know that's all <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying that's all my God. So I, I think that the key takeaway from this episode, ladies and gentlemen, is yeah. like there's always the process of self-discovery when, when you're, you're trying to discover if you like something or not. And mm-hmm. like when you, when you find it, you just, you just get more nerdy and nerdy and more geeky and geeky about Into it. Into the rabbit hole. True, true. And true, I, I true. think that's how you know that you're kind of interested in something. So maybe maybe you're thinking to yourself, maybe for those of you who, who aren't 
uh, as sure about what your interests are. Their interests. So if there's something that you're geeking out about or you're always watching videos about it or like you're really spending your investing time. I don't like saying, I don't like saying you spend time. I, I like investing time. If you're investing your time uh, watching it, you're entertained by it, that's probably something that you enjoy. And maybe that's, that's one of your interests. So I think the other question about it is, how do you take your interest to the next level? So for me, yeah. like I knew I wanted to grow plants, but then the question was, how do I make my plants grow better? Or what's the next step? So the next action mm-hmm. wasn't only to continue to grow plants, like water, fertilize, water, 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 watch, water. <laughs> <laughs> like what's, what's the next thing? And, and for me, that was composting because it's, it's, it's a good habit. Like you, you, you relax your mind in the garden. You, you watch something of your own creation grow. So in, in the same way, the kefir grains are the same. And yes. you feel like you're actually making a difference in maybe not in your own life. But for me, it's in the lives of my plants. And then eventually when I make a vegetable garden, yeah, I will be eating from that. So in my own life as well. And in, in, in Meg's case... Like, it's really something I just like that, sparkles. I like sparkles. <laughs> so it wasn't really a health decision for you, Meg? It was, no, it, it's just like the feeling. I want, and for me, it was, I so, wanted to so be more for mindful you, that, about it was the a health benefit. But it's health, or it was really because of the health? No, it was just the sparkles. But I don't want to consume so much junk. So part <laughs> okay. of the decision is health yeah but mainly because i just wanted an unlimited supply of sparkles right <laughs> <laughs> so anyway I'm, I'm not that you know philosophical about it like you so the main <laughs> takeaway as well is it doesn't matter if you want to if you want to take your interest to another level just try maybe you will be like miko who can like build an organization out of it Right? Yeah. You, you, do you have a, you have an organization about um, plants? Actually, yeah. No, I don't have an organization yeah. about plants. I'm glad that you brought oh, it no. up. And we're about to end. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So actually, this is one of my lessons in leadership. This is actually this organization, the shirt I'm wearing. And I'm so proud. Yes. I designed the logo myself. But honestly, it's, it. not, it's not one of my successful organizations. I'll probably revisit it after the, mm-hmm. after the pandemic subsides so i call this eco pioneers and the reason for mm-hmm. that is I, I wanted to develop uh, an organization that focuses on um helping like especially in the school starting them from college or even younger on how are they more environmentally conscious but at the yeah, same time zero waste. you you develop the the mentality that there are alternatives that we can do to help the environment so mm-hmm. technology like that, like uh, using the takukura kind of composting or all the yeah, different takukura. kinds of composting uh, or using the superworms to eat styrofoam or maybe even exploring technology that like takes all of the plastic waste that you have, melts it down, and then you turns it into a reusable film that you can or inject chair. into your... Yeah, that, but the funnier thing about it is like, if you can melt it down and then turn it into a filament for your 3D printer, now you have access to mm. 
more filament. Infinite supply. So it's yeah. it's amazing. So it I wanted to develop an organization for well, for people with the, with the same mind. So first of all, it's an avenue for people to um, be more environmentally conscious. Mm-hmm. But second, it's also an avenue for us to make the the community more environmentally conscious. So one of the things that uh, one of the things that I really want, and you can't find it, Meg. It honestly pisses me off so much. Like there is no what? way that you can purchase a small shredder, okay? Uh. Like I want a shredder that is this small. All I'm gonna shred is garden waste, uh, kitchen waste, and branches. Okay, so mm-hmm. understandably, it needs to be a little strong. So it's not a paper shredder, but it also doesn't need to be industrial level. I'm going to fuck up anything that goes into my mouth kind of level. Now, they don't sell anything in the in-between. It's either okay. you buy a paper shredder or you That's buy small. an industrial shredder. Okay, there Viewers, is no- if you can help Miko out. Please there's send us no in between. I have been searching for years, and the only solution is to build one yourself. And I haven't gotten to building one myself because I yeah. have all the blueprints, I have everything ready. But there aren't any metal cutting places in Cebu, Philippines. So help me God. Like there are. There are a few, and a lot of them are close. If you haven't noticed, there's a <laughs> pandemic going on. Because, yeah, I, I remember we had to design a machine because chemical engineering is a little bit of mechanical engineering to it. So yeah. we had to design a machine and we have to fabricate it. There are places who can take your design and cut stuff like that. But viewers, if you know any Or if you files, are, if you're one yourself, like I'd love to get yeah. into contact. So I think the other thing about this... Just, I don't doubt that the metal cutters exist, but it's mm-hmm. also so often that they're not in the places where you can find them easily. Like, yeah. a lot of these, like, if I search metal works, I know what I'm looking for is CNC, but mm-hmm. like, some people would name themselves metal works. If you search metal works, you're looking at gates, you're looking at fences. I'm not True. looking at gates and fences, I'm looking at making a shredder. So, Anyway, long story short, that's one of the problems I encountered. And um, I had a good time in that organization, but it didn't really branch out as much as I wanted it to because Mm -hmm. I also established it one semester before my graduating year. So I didn't Mm -hmm. have a lot of time to focus on building it. You haven't focused on it. I think I was still teaching that time. Yeah, yeah, you were. If I remember correctly. I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting back onto it like sometime in the indefinite future but maybe sometime later after i already make my small shredder that's really cute Mm. (laughs) anyway good luck long story short so thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the kind everywhere podcast Uh, Mm -hmm. summary of all the things you learned tonight today uh this afternoon whatever time you're listening to this find your interest geek out about it and if you feel like you're bored in your interest maybe you want to take it to the next level or if you want to Mm -hmm. take a step back 
put it in hibernation. So this all goes back full circle to the theme of this season of the Kind of Everywhere podcast about self-awareness. Mm-hmm. So from education to interest to your entire path in life, your journey in life, it's all about self-awareness. If you don't feel like you're very self-aware, um, maybe you can take some time to self-reflect. A lot of us are And try things. And try yeah. things. Just the, try things. The world right now is engineered to get your attention. Like this podcast, all right? Yeah. But the people who have the ability to shut off and take a step back and reflect on themselves and what they want and what they don't want. Uh, I'm not saying that you're 100% going to be successful, but you're 100% walking in the right direction. So that's it for this episode of the Kind Ever podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to us geek out about things. If you have any question, if you have any video or topic suggestion, you can email us at ask.kepodcast at gmail.com. And if you have any personal message or a question that you want in a form of voice to be included in one of our episodes in the future, you can shout out to us at our anchor. The link is in the description below. I know a lot of people. All in the doobly-doo. It's in the doobly-doo. I know a lot of people put it here. Uh, Here's the link. But you can't click on it. (laughs) It's not convenient for you. (laughs) If you're listening to this, you can't see it at all. So it's in the description. (laughs) You're going to click it. And you're going to send us what you thought about this episode. But that's it for this episode of the Kind of Everywhere podcast. We post every second and fourth Saturday of the month the time we're still figuring that out and the intro it doesn't exist yeah. and right now this is the no. outro so <laughs> welcome to the outro welcome to the end of the bye. episode and goodbye <laughs> goodbye goodbye and that's it it's a wrap <laughs>